Welcome to the Unknown Packers podcast. This is training camp number five, a short pour for all of our Unknown Packers podcast fans, listeners, viewers, and supporters. Before I break down the hour and 50-minute practice of your Green Bay Packers, I'd be remiss if I did not mention where you can find all of our product throughout all the different platforms. So for podcasts, please follow us, the Unknown Packers podcast on TuneIn Radio, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Anchor, to name a few. For Twitter, all breaking news and analysis is at Unknown Packers. And then you can follow us in the variety of different social media platforms such as Instagram, Reddit, Facebook, and Snapchat. The Unknown Packers podcast. I am your host, Bryce Christensen. You can follow me at Wisconsin Bryce. I've been updating the Packers camp so far, culminating in their fifth practice that ended on Tuesday. They started practice at 10.15, and it was a cooler day than usual. Uh, breaking down Matt LaFleur's press conference, he seemed rather frustrated and agitated over the, the sloppiness of the Green Bay Packers. A couple beat writers mentioned that uh, there was a lackadaisical approach to getting to the line of scrimmage to call a play. And then Matt LaFleur was also called out on not addressing that on the field, rather he addressed it to the media in his post presser. So something to keep an eye on, something to pay attention to, is as head coach Matt LaFleur becomes comfortable in Packers camp, how he'll address players, how he'll address the overall unit if they're somewhat... Uh, lackadaisical or lazy or getting the line of scrimmage. So today it seemed like it was one of the worst practices for the overall unit. However, uh, breaking down some shining stars, we have to mention Zadarius Smith, outside linebacker who we signed from the Baltimore Ravens. I've prognosticated that this could be the signing for Brian Gutekunst, very comparable to Ted Thompson bringing in Charles Woodson and Ron Wolf bringing in, <clears throat> excuse me, Ron Wolf bringing in Reggie White and I know uh, future or both Hall of Famers and that's saying a lot for Zadarius Smith. I'm doing it more in the context of what has been Brian Gutekunst's biggest free agent splash. That's got to be Zadarius Smith, and he proved it today. Blowing past left tackle David Bakhtiari on back-to-back plays, uh, did an inside rush and just blew past an explosive skill set that was reported by Tom Silverstein Spoon and. He's the reason why we brought him in. So I'm thinking that my prediction when we acquired him is that he would be the best pass rusher that the Green Bay Packers have had. And then also, I'd be remiss if I did not mention Rashawn Gary, who Ryan Wood had mentioned that he hasn't seen that type of speed, that type of intensity and explosiveness from a player since Julius Peppers. So Rashawn Gary and Zadarius Smith continue to have great practices and David Bakhtiari is one of the elite, if not the best, left tackle in the game. So for Zadarius Smith to beat him on back-to-back plays, a few Packers writers said that Bakhtiari rarely loses. Matt LaFleur addressed questions about Kevin King today. He had another great performance intercepting an Aaron Rodgers pass. Also, Kabion Ento, who's a former wide receiver, converted to a cornerback, picked off Manny Wilkins. So Manny Wilkins has had a, a great start to training camp, had a Uh, an off practice today throwing uh, what seems to be a really bad pass and was picked off by KB and Ento. Josh Jones getting first team reps as the hybrid linebacker in the three safety nickel. Keep in mind he was also uh, a deep safety opposite Adrian Amos and Raven Green replaced Josh Jones as that hybrid linebacker. 
Josh Jones is having a great camp so far. A guy that did not report to OTAs, even though they they weren't mandatory at that time. Uh, did not want to play inside linebacker. Looks like he has bought in and so far in camp is having a, a good start. Keep your eyes peeled on Josh Jones. Be interesting to see if they keep him or if he continues to produce, see if they can actually flip him for some uh, added depth. But I like Raven Green more in that hybrid linebacker safety role, and I like James Crawford at that inside linebackers uh, position. Speaking of inside linebacker, Oren Burks had also had a pretty um, subpar practice today, to to put it nicely. Matt LaFleur addressed his performance so far quoting saying that he's an intelligent guy but needs to put it all together. Some highlights that you can catch on Twitter at Wisconsin Bryce is just saying Zadarius Smith having a hell of a day beating Bakhtiari on back-to-back plays, showing his explosive skill set against one of the elite left tackles in the game. Trevor Davis and Jamal Moore are having a nice practice, both making impressive plays. I had just mentioned quarterback Manny Wilkins after starting camp. On a hot note, makes his first blemish of camp, getting picked off by former Wide receiver, now cornerback, KB Anento. The pass was intended to our little darling, Alan Lazard. Packers camp in actives today were Mason Crosby, calf. Keep in mind, though, he was seen jogging, so that's promising. Darnell Savage said teeth, but it's more gums, you know. Uh, <laughs> more Maybe a dental thing instead of teeth because the teeth weren't the issue. They've been extracted. So Jamal Williams, hamstring. Josh Jackson, foot. Kendall Donerson, hamstring. Greg Roberts, PUP. Jason Spriggs, Trapezius, and Fidal Brown calf. And breaking down Matt LaFleur's press conference after practice, he mentioned paralysis by analysis. So it's that fine line, that fine balance of how do you not overwhelm your players? This being the first year of Matt LaFleur also as head coach and first year of this scheme being implemented for this Green Bay Packers team. But he talked about being at a team run, play pass second and everything building off of the run. So they've been just doing first first and down play calls and then building off of the run, they're doing play play action. On the one-on-one specifically, he was talking about Zadarius Smith and David Bakhtiari. Dan Quinn, former uh, head coach, or not former, head coach of um, the Atlanta Falcons when Matt Ryan was the quarterback's coach, said that iron sharpens iron. So David Bakhtiari is going to make Zadarius Smith better and vice versa. He talked about how everything has uh, revolves around good competition and communication. Hasn't looked at the tape, obviously, addressing the media directly after that hour-long, 50-minute practice. He mentioned about looking inward and communicating and making sure that, like I said, paralysis by analysis, you don't want to overwhelm these players. But at the same time, with it being a sloppy practice, with it being probably one of the more subpar performances so far in Packers camp, it being the fifth practice, uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. He did mention that coming off a day off of practice, which they had off on Monday, and moving forward, it's how we approach the field after having that day off. Matt LaFleur mentioned, or Coach LaFleur mentioned, that he thought Darnell Savage would be back for Sunday, their first padded practice, and he's close to returning. He, quote-unquote, said he needs to cl- climatize Savage back into the mix. He spoke very highly of the cornerbacks, specifically Kevin King, and talked about his interception against the San Francisco game that pretty much iced the victory, or did ice the victory for the Green Bay Packers. A talented cornerback, loves his approach, nice guy, just needs to stay healthy. And then he ended it with saying practicing with a purpose. 
And I think with the overall theme of practice being subpar and sloppy, and then him wrapping up saying practicing with a purpose, I'd like to see what the Packers do moving forward with Wednesday's practice and Thursday's practice in preparation for family night. Then they'll have Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Monday, Tuesday will be the Houston Texans practice, and then they square off for their first preseason game against the Houston Texans. Uh, wrapping up training camp number five, short pour. I, I do want to mention about Tremont Williams, and there was talk about him being more of a, a player coach, which he is now, and him being the cornerbacks coach when it's all said and done towards the end of the season. I will politely disagree with that as Tremont Williams, I see excelling in the slot as their slot cornerback and having Kevin King and Jair Alexander on the perimeter. He's a savvy veteran. Uh, Packers wire Zach Cruz talks about him. Mike Pettin speaks highly of him. And he's going to be somewhat of the general for that defense, communicating checks and other relevant information to the others around him. So I, I wanted to address that for those that uh, were about to listen to the Islands on Tap episode, which breaks down the cornerback position of the Green Bay Packers. I'm excited to see what Tremont Williams does. I think he's going to be more of that savvy veteran, and he's going to be that leader. And then Jair Alexander and Darnell Savage, once he gets on, I think are going to be the tone setters, but Rashawn Gary and Zadarius Smith sure seem to be quite um, explosive and just as advertised. For to wrap up training camp number five, short pour. The second time I mentioned wrapping it up, I do want to do an unsung hero of Sam Ficken. The Packers signed Sam Ficken back in April, who was released by the Seattle Seahawks. He is competing with Mason Crosby, who has been out with a calf injury. The Penn State alum originally signed with the Jacksonville Jaguars back in 2016. He was waived by the Jaguars before the season began. The following year, Ficken signed with the Kansas City Chiefs during the summer. But again, he was waived right before the 2017 season kicked off. However, Ficken signed with the Los Angeles Rams in December of that year to take the place of injured Greg Zerline. He played in two games and made two of his three field goal attempts while making four of his five extra points. He also played in one playoff game and made both field goals and his extra point attempt in that playoff game. Uh, Today he was three of four, missed a a 45-yard field goal wide right at the left hash mark. I still think Mason Crosby is going to uh, win that position. They're just bringing in camp competition. It, again, Mason Crosby really had an awful season last year. Keep in mind that that game against the Lions, um, he's got a lot to prove. And with him being hurt, I know it's a he's on the non-football injury list and with a calf injury, and he was seen jogging today. I'd like to see him get back in practice and let's see what the special teams unit can be. But once again, thank you so much for following the Unknown Packers podcast and tuning in to training camp number five, Short Pour. Make sure that you follow us at Unknown Packers on Twitter, theunknownpackers.com, which is our website. We are the only podcast available in American Sign Language and in spoken English. Make sure you follow us on Facebook, Snapchat, Reddit, Instagram, the Unknown Packers podcast. Thank you so much. Go Pack Go. I am Bryce Christensen, and this is the Unknown Packers podcast.